0: Real quick before we start this episode of Bonfireside Chat, I wanted to mention that uh, it very nearly didn't happen. We had some real severe technical difficulties going on. Um, as a result, uh, myself and our guest are all on the same track. That means there's maybe a smidge more overtalk than we like. I did my best to try to eliminate it, but I ask for your patience, um, and I, hopefully these guests are uh, CJ and Patty from Twin Humanities are delightful enough to make you forget about any technical issues we've had. So uh, without further ado, on with the show. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. I don't know your voice, but I know that smell. Are you a hunter? i that is where look for my mum. Daddy never came back
1: from the hunt, and she went to find him. But now she's gone too. I'm all alone and scared.
0: My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. My name is CJ. And my name is Paddy. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is a hunter's favourite.
2: Yes, and this week we are talking about the second part of Central Yarnum, the uh, the aqueducts and such. And uh, as you heard, this is our first four person episode. We are joined by the Twin Humanities. Hey guys, hello, hello. Yeah, so tell our listeners about your podcast.
3: Uh, we uh, we do uh, another uh, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Demon Souls type podcast. <laughs> um we it was generally started with uh Patrick getting into Dark Souls and me being nutty and not being able to shut up about it <laughs> and um it was fun seeing him discover things and me applying sort of a um a more a more of an enthusiast's um view on top of that and we just started recording it and eventually just became very very chatty about these sort of things and uh covering community stuff and you know, whatever happens, happens during the episode, but, uh, but yeah, we're, um, we're a big fan of yours. So honored no. to, honored to be on here. So thank you for having us.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People who listen to the show, um, a lot of people who listen to the show, listen to your show as well. Um, you know, when every time I've put out kind of feelers and are like, okay, you know, this season's wrapped up, who do you want to have come back? Um, you know, that like CJ has been on, on this show a couple of times now and people are always like, you know, get CJ back. And then someone was like, get Patty on there as well. And I was like, why <laughs> didn't I do that in the first place? So I, I apologize for that. Um, yeah. you know, thanks, I, the, thanks uh, Facebook person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, yeah it, just, it was it was showing up my weakness. So that's why I like when people uh, point out when I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, a lot of people, you know, so people know you um, from from some of the more lively episodes we've had of this show. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I yeah, uh, yeah, it is super fun. And uh and and people, you know, a lot of people who listen to our show listen to your show as well, um, which is awesome. So it, it's nice to have this like moment when worlds collide. I think it's just um, like it's like we're we're like the power men four. Yeah. <laughs> and we can find four thousand nine hundred and ninety-six more of our brothers. This,
4: this is like the, the 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 Marvel Comics event of the summer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking Maximum. a bit more
1: as
3: the moment in like Ghostbusters where they said not to cross the streams, but
0: they did
1: and save the universe.
3: <laughs> yeah. But I, I know you I know you tip the hat to it. Uh, towards it in the uh, in the last episode, but I genuinely think that the Souls community is just amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody's really chatty. Mm-hmm. Um, people can push you towards things that you that you'd not seen, or pieces of artwork, or you know, there's. Um, we've had listeners that have genuinely turned me around with uh, with Dark Souls Two and kind of led me further down the rabbit hole to um, hole to falling in love with that game. And you know, I I, I genuinely love talking about this sort of stuff and a big part of that is 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 the people that interact with us and you you can't ask for more than that. It's it's really
0: humbling. Yeah, it it's it's wonderful. Like uh you know I've met a lot of people uh through the community and and they continue to be um very fun to interact with and 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 really supportive. So it's very, very cool. And and this season, I feel like uh this season has the kind of guest lineup I've I've been most excited about mm-hmm. out of all of our seasons, and and part of that is because of that cumulative effect of that community building and kind of ingratiating ourselves within the community, mm-hmm. um, and and me learning you know about uh, different different members and everything like that, and it's it's, it's I'm really excited yeah. about it. So I'm I'm excited for the social connections um, that are going to happen with that.
2: I wonder. So next year, like next fall, is going to be the uh, the 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 five year of uh, of Dark Souls, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy.
0: Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Somebody put together SoulsCon. I've said it before. <laughs> I'll say it again. Yeah. Just the
2: fact that we've been able to maintain this uh, this level of enthusiasm and uh, creativity and ingenuity, I think that that speaks volumes as well.
3: But I think I think with people are still finding perspectives or, or or sharing views on the games. And even this afternoon, I was talking to somebody on Twitter. Uh, and they were mentioning, you know, we had a, a little bit of a um, an Artorias fest on on Twitter with somebody mm-hmm. saying like, "Oh, uh, it was uh, Guy Woodward on on Twitter," sort of said, "Oh, I started thinking about Artorias the other um, a few few minutes ago, and now I'm feeling really sad." And there was this <laughs> real sort of back and forth with with Artorias and and somebody mentioning that uh, an aspect that I'd not really thought of before, and then I started thinking of like, "Well, maybe Artorias uh, crossed the abyss and." Um, the Abyss really damaged him even before he'd met Manus and everything else. Mm-hmm. And he was he was hurt and um, something came up to him and started pining and maybe that he didn't know Sif in the main world. It was like Sif arrived to him because he was hurt after he crossed the Abyss. And the more I started thinking about that, I was like,
1: <laughs> oh my God.
3: <laughs> and I'd, I love that sort of stuff. So I'd imagine people are still going to be finding takes or personal connections to it because... The the moments often when you plug moments in your own life or from talking to other people into the game, the whole suddenly becomes much richer and now, yeah, it's like disco bread.
0: Yeah, the the, uh, like having people uh, guiding people through the game. My friend Will is playing through Dark Souls two now after like finishing Dark Souls one, and it's really fun just to watch him like encounter things for the first time and kind of come up with with theory stuff and being able to like gently nudge him in directions of things but then have him kind of turn you know turn back and mention things that surprise me and stuff i had the the singular pl- singular pleasure of uh letting him know that the basilisk eyes are not actually their eyes mm, yeah, um, yeah. which like is one of my favorite you know all-time dark Souls details and it was just it was a good moment um because i mean that was when he was talking about it. and something we talked about too but it's just it's fun when somebody else comes to the same you know we were talking about how much dark souls 2 plays with the fear of basilisks and mm-hmm. they've developed in, Bas- in dark Souls one and. Uh, uh, and I was just like, yeah, it's crazy. Those aren't even their eyes, you know. And he says like, what? And then I send him the 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 JPEG and and stuff. It was super fun.
1: <laughs> the JPEG. Well,
0: yeah, well, how the, the far JPEG was it? question.
3: Yeah, how far was it into Dark Souls though before somebody actually pointed that out? And it was like a no. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah it's 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 so cool. Like these games are great. Um, and and this uh, and this area is great. Mm-hmm. The uh, segue, segue, segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People love do We do. Uh, that? Yeah, what, what did we do? We are masters of segue on, segue on this <laughs> that <was> show. Smooth. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It was, it was, uh, it was. I'm proud of myself. We are gyroscopically yeah, um, progressing. What did uh, what did we do last <laughs> week?
2: Well, previously we followed Gilbert's advice and we headed through central Yarnum. Our goal being the bridge to the Cathedral Ward. However, unfortunately, all that waited for us there was a mutated cleric beast and a non-functional door. So now we have to find a back way into the ward, which might
3: involve getting a little dirty yeah that's good. It's there. about time for my arrival <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God.
0: laughs> um, yeah so so this this area, um because we we're trying to bring these theses back and and Cole's going <laughs> with this thesis for this area, which is uh, there's no such thing as a direct approach in Yarnum, And like one of the things that's interesting is this area that's one hundred percent true it gets less true as the game goes on, which I realized in kind of replaying this, that that happens in every Souls game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that first area is always the most dense with alternate paths and shortcuts and stuff. This one may be the most dense first area of any Souls game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm. but, and the, but I do feel like it kind of straightens out eventually.
2: It's ridiculous. Like, especially here, to the degree that um, when I was putting the notes together, I realized that uh, the progression that I laid out was actually in reverse,
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> because I started <laughs> from the uh fr- from the coffin chute on the bridge, um you go through the area backward that way, and I yeah. kind of had a little glimpse of that feeling like uh when we were doing we did blight town, and I talked about how I didn't realize that um there was any other way but going through the uh the uh Drake, the back- valley the, yeah the valley of the drakes
1: mm-hmm. right
2: and so I had to go back and use the guide to actually relay this out to yeah. uh, <laughs> to make it more in line yeah. with everybody else's you know kind of view.
3: It's happened to yeah. me though a few times within. Uh, this area where I've gone, oh look, you can you can just go over there and you can get to it. But I know the steps to go the long way round, and they <laughs> stick in my mind more than just say dropping down a bit and then yep. uh, sort of going the the shorter route, which yeah. is crazy. Knowledge
2: and, has compressed that space.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, they also and they incentivize going through all of the routes just with little treasurelets and such, so it becomes kind of like um, it avoids the pitfalls that something like. Uh, uh, like um, a, a common criticism of, of Deus Ex Two, which is a game that I, I think is underrated a little bit, is that it has alternate paths. But because it was for the console, the areas are so small that like the alternate paths are right next to each other and are both really short. So there's no there's no incentive to use one over another. You just go back and do both. Mm-hmm. Um, here, it's that's kind of true as well. The paths are very similar and very close to each other, but there is incentive to go back back and do both because you're looking for these little npcs these houses with incense you're looking for treasure and you're looking for like these interestingly designed encounters and stuff so like i ended up combing this area all the way even though at many areas i was going backwards yeah. through it but if you if you know the the right way to go you can actually the b line is actually pretty short yeah um just that all of that is a way of saying that for people listening to this um we're not necessarily going to talk about this in the same order that you went through it Mm-hmm. And it is going to be, rather than a linear thing, kind of a set piece based uh, discussion. Um, just so you know, uh, because the area kind of resists <laughs> an A, B, C, D, E order. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So it makes the most sense to like start from the lamp, right, which is a well-traveled lamp. And we opened up that, uh, that shortcut last time through the bridge uh, residence, you know, Gilbert's Gate. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. this gets us a really good view of what I know now is the cathedral ward. Right. But, yeah. um, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful view and you know, like, once you know, that's what it is and you know, the, the significance sets in, but how, you know, however, your first time through, you're actually thinking like, oh, that's just more skyline.
0: Yeah. And th- this is just to clarify. So this is by Gilbert and this is, if you go down, this is the shortcut that we used mm-hmm. to, to fight the cleric beats that went through that house. Um, but if you actually go left at the bottom, instead of going through the house yeah and kind of continue on yeah
2: down onto the sweet little terrace that has uh two i'm always going to call them brick roots, so i'm very sorry because minions is stupid
0: <laughs> uh, I, i'm always going to call them brick trolls which even is even stupider but I, <laughs> it's I, like, I that's very i'm very
4: with you on that Br- they're brick trolls they've always been brick trolls forever <laughs>
0: Yeah, minions—they're Minions.
4: too big to be a
0: um, minion. All of, all, of, all
3: of that lot, I, I just refer to as as the big lads. Like as yeah. soon as I got the Kerr it was like it's like yeah, I'm not just I'm not just licking them with the threaded cane now. It's like I'm taking down the big lads with with a, with a, with a grown ups hammer. Yeah. With them. God, brick yeah. it's
2: like, I like the idea of big lads being the British version of the, uh, the big boy restaurant. <laughs> oh,
0: you got, you got a big Yes, yeah, it's, it's Reginald's big lad. And he's just wearing a, like a cap. Yeah. He's wearing like a, like, you know, cool. like a pork pie. Yeah. <laughs> or a
2: cabbie. Yeah.
3: Sorry. Um, um, just like the, I like the thought of it almost being like a crocodile Dundee thing. Like the guy's got the, got the brick sort of hammer in it's in his hand at first. And he's sort of coming out and you're like, call that a hammer. This is a hammer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. and then again when it happened in Crocodile Dundee 2 <laughs> uh, and probably in the third one which not a lot of people watched um, <laughs> well, he, does the, he
3: probably makes that joke every day like with cutlery
0: yeah like just over breakfast and then yeah. his wife just sobs <laughs> like, he's got
3: a set of cutlery for himself which is slightly bigger than the rest of the family
0: <laughs> just a like, like, like a cell phone you know signal bars of knives and he's just like this is a no this is a knife, no this is a knife. <laughs> Maybe, Wait, maybe this maybe nuts. that
3: goes on throughout the entire house and he's just got a slightly bigger cupboard with a slightly bigger <laughs> bottle of ketchup. Like everything? You were, but what if he yeah, has you a, that
0: a bed? This is a bed. <laughs> 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 like does he have like like object
2: permanence problems? Is he knife blind?
3: <laughs> <laughs> they could do a great crossover like crocodile dundee versus the borrowers. You just like really <laughs> emphasize
1: it.
2: Like it's it's probably like crocodile dundee like crossed with memento. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you call that a wife? This is a wife.
2: Stop saying that to me. You're breaking my heart. Yeah. I don't remember any of this, but I've got this massive
1: Polaroid.
0: <laughs> that a Polaroid? Um, Regular size. Uh, um, so yeah, these these virtual this is one of the weirdest um just segue segue. Um one of the the weirdest encounters of the game though because there's a shortcut just to go past it. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you have a hard time with these guys, there's just a little side path. <laughs> like, somebody must have thought this was harder than it. I think it actually is. Because mm-hmm. um, they're they're kind of a pain, but they're fun to parry. And like, yeah, I always fight them because you get uh, blood vials. Like, yeah. you know, well, so... They're, it, it, they're
4: the cornerstone of my, like, blood vial farming route. That, that's yeah. where I go.
0: <laughs> so, and because you can get the, the bullets from inside the house, too, from the guy in yeah. the wheelchair. So you can do a little bullet blood vial run. Um, but if you want to, once you get past these guys, you can just double back and go through a weird little tunnel that I was really expecting to have like some kind of significance, but doesn't.
2: It's
0: <laughs> um, trying to teach and, you
2: that there are shortcuts. Oh wait, there. Yeah, did that. yeah, we
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, so you you head back, uh, you get past these guys, you get to the kennels. Um, there's a drop off from up earlier um, in the area by the fountain to get here, which I didn't know about until after we recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody pointed that out to me and was like, oh, you missed a shortcut. And I was like, well, shit, I, I absolutely did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and all the time, I played through the game twice and didn't even think to smash through those walls uh, for some reason or another. But yeah, I, you can do those by accident. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's crazy. It's just like, in underlying the cleric piece is optional and you can just continue on if you'd like. Yeah. Mm.
3: I know. Yeah. They, I know. It's. I know. It's said that they're, they're sort of kennels and stuff. But it, it, it did make me sort of smile a little bit just seeing these cages outside houses. And it's almost as if there's there's some sort of dog pound there. It was, and someone's gone like, well, at, at least all the dogs are safe. We're like, hmm, but do <laughs> yeah. they have to be? Let's yeah. <laughs> put all the ones that are cream and beige. <laughs> let's put those outside. Yeah. <laughs> why I, I have a fear of stale mashed potatoes yeah. also earwax yeah. what happened to you you're not my real mob.
0: <laughs> well, that mom lots
3: of monsters.
0: The, the uh yeah exactly well and they're, and they're gonna go crazy like i always feel bad killing all these dogs in cages yeah that's it because i can't handle them barking at me mm-hmm. um, which stresses me out so i end up killing <laughs> <laughs> like just a dog massacre every time I go through here. Well, if you run by them, they'll break out. Um, do do all of them break out or do some of them? Uh
2: I don't know. Maybe some of them do, but I've definitely had them uh, uh come out. I, hmm. I I love the environmental storytelling here because obviously if there's if there's a hunt, right, they're gonna be using the dogs to sniff people out. And I have to imagine that they are transformed and rabid like they are because they've been they've been feasting on scourge blood.
0: Yeah. Mm. They've been stuffing up. Yeah. And 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 you, you will run into hunters that actually use uh, use dogs with them. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more in, uh, in a couple areas from now. Um, that happens a lot in the cathedral ward, actually. Yeah. Um, and near the church. But yeah, here it is just like, uh, this is where they store the dogs when they're not hunting me.
3: <laughs> Good job they haven't got the chimes from Dark Souls because you could just be standing in front of the cage and like kill one of them and then just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, Hello. <laughs>
3: Good, Good boy. boy. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> specific ones. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: The uh, after you cross this little bridge, you run into a, an NPC again. This is the uh, the lonely old woman. Mm-hmm. and there's a dog barking at her door. You have to kill a dog to to safely check her out. Yeah, and uh, she she hates the hunters. Yeah. So you know if they did their job, the people of Yarna wouldn't be trapped inside so long. And she wants us to find a safe place for her to go, um, which we can know of one
1: mm-hmm.
0: now. Um, we don't know, but if in the very beginning, if you, uh, if, at this point we can teleport back to, uh, the sick room mm-hmm. in, uh, Yosefka's clinic and go talk to Yosefka and, uh, she'll send us say to send people there yeah. and, uh, you know, and that can be a safe place or so it seems, <laughs> um, we're not going to do that though. And I yeah. can't go in any further than that, but just you know, not <laughs> a good idea. Yeah, <laughs>
2: definitely. That, that is a place where quest lines go
0: to die. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Well, um, it
4: depends so, how you feel about the NPC in question. Do you yeah, like that's them?
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of true, too. Like, it is, it's not, uh, yeah, it is, I'm looking, really looking forward to that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can start talking about Yosefka uh, in detail because she's super interesting. Yeah. Um, at this point, though, we were making our way to the place where we're ultimately going to send her and she's going to have her kind of development. Right. Um, so unlike the other, since she kind of interacts with more NPCs and stuff, we're not going to go into her at the end of her quest. Um, you know, Gilbert, it, Gilbert just stays there. Like Gilbert going to gill. Um, so that felt, you know, a little bit better. This one, we're going to leave her until uh, we actually talk about that area. Right. In a couple episodes. Yeah.
2: And just past her house is the, uh, is the dry dock, which is kind of one of the main set pieces of this area.
0: Yes. And, uh, and we're introduced to a new enemy here, the, uh, the large huntsman. So, so these guys are like, are straight up werewolves. Yeah. Um, not in wolf form, but in (laughs) werewolf form. Um, they're like and mid,
4: they're like mid transformation. They're sort of halfway there, and they thought, "Ah, it's good enough."
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They 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 got they got interrupted. Um, and the, they wolf uh, interrupted. Yeah, Wolf interrupted.
3: I like that. So, I like that. Some of them have almost got kind of these Steve Perry journey jackets on. Yes. Almost like they've, they've just gone out and he like, said, <laughs> "Here
1: we stand,"
3: because <laughs> they've got the big microphone stands as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, it's funny because like some of them have been, they do have the microphone stands. It's either microphone stands or they've been sawing um, because they have those like thrushers. Um, But uh, these these guys, I love these guys because they're fun to parry. Mm -hmm. Like they're they're spending the, like the first half of this game is full of people who are super fun to parry before they introduce all the enemies that if you fail parrying them, you just die. Mm -hmm. I'm terrible
3: Um, at parrying. I was terrible in Dark Souls at parrying, and throughout the majority of this game, as soon as I got the torch, I was like,
1: yay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I would probably argue that the one
4: with the, the microphone stand is quite hard to parry. I think I've died to him more than many other enemies in the game. Yeah, yeah his,
2: his real back is, is, is pretty hard to, uh, to read. He doesn't telegraph much.
4: Mm. And if you miss one, he's that... just like, combo, 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 you're <laughs> dead.
0: Yeah, that, that downward stab. That he does, <laughs> yeah. Because now that you one, can that be speaks. hit while you're down, mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. you, you know you get hit, you get put knocked on the ground, and there's nothing to stop him from just finishing you off while you're down there. Um, kind of a bummer. Gosh. Um, but we can actually make our way to a secret area here if we don't want to attack these guys yet. If we bust through some boxes, we can get up onto the rafters.
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh, to uh, to an NPC that I completely missed my first time through the game.
4: Yeah, she she is she's I'm meant like, to be. I think meant to you be missed it as well, didn't you? See, Jay, you you missed him as you missed this
3: one as well, didn't you? I, I think I, I think I must have got there because I've gotten the um the gesture from her. Hmm. Um, it's just that i I don't know I, I really want that uh, that kind of feathered cape for <laughs> myself and uh, <laughs> she looks like she knows Andy Warhol. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Of course we were talking about uh, Eileen the Crow. Yeah, I mm-hmm.
2: love the silhouette she cuts. She has such a striking design like yeah most of the costuming in this game is 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 really good but this is a standout like it's the first non like leather strap person that you see
0: yeah yeah Yeah. true (laughs) and and as much as i think the plague mask is kind of overdone Mm -hmm. like mixing it with this bird outfit makes it work Mm -hmm. because it is already kind of beak like um so it's not like just like oh she's dressed like a plague doctor steampunk you know (laughs) um it, it is like a a group of elements that work well together
3: on the, on this design as well, it almost looks like um fancy dress. Like I yeah. I know there's this there's, there's the parts of the game uh where you'll you know you you go to doors and people are getting drunk and are are, are laughing and stuff. And I, I I love how that sort of throws me off anyway. Almost like they've used the full paint box. Uh <laughs> not just oh things are really, really terrible. That you'll get sort of these almost like Monty Python people that would we'll be speaking to you as well as um, you know, the, the laughter and the parties that are going on, but it's almost as if because the design so simple and so brilliant that she could almost have walked out of one of one of those parties it's like uh, a fancy
0: costume ball like the like the uh, the masquerade section of uh labyrinth yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) during when uh, as the world falls down when the labyrinth soundtrack plays and uh, and and bowie sings to jennifer connelly that's what it looks like (laughs) like she looks like she's from that scene
3: yeah it is that that gesture i would i would buy any jacket that would let me successfully use that gesture especially at the end of an argument why drop the mic when you can do that
0: yeah (laughs) she she is the queen of gestures Mm -hmm. like the gestures you learn from her are the best and and her quest line is one of the harder ones to follow Mm -hmm. significantly harder than the other ones because we don't know this yet but she is a covenant leader yeah like they hide Mm. covenants so fucking well (laughs) in this game (laughs) <laughs> uh, but she <laughs> is one of the covenant.
2: Imagine if uh, Sigmeyer had a covenant, the Onion Bros. <laughs> like.
0: Yeah, exactly. But you had to complete his quest to become an Onion Bro. Like yep. layers upon <laughs> layers upon <laughs> layers. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no crying here. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love
2: her theming too like you know you talk about the, the 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 plague doctor mask and like oh those were a thing because the miasma theory of disease said that there was bad air or whatever but it actually serves a purpose for her having that like incense you know plugging up her entire uh sense of smell
1: right
0: mm-hmm. mm. yeah because nice. she doesn't want to go crazy from blood mm-hmm. you know which is uh it's tempting and uh you know especially when it's pungent mm-hmm. like she doesn't drink she's a teetotaler. <laughs> um, as as far as this stuff, uh, she like she's I like her because she like she's kind of the the sigmire or not the sigmire, the uh, Solaire mm-hmm. of the game, but like infinitely more badass than <laughs> that. Like she's like she this like she's awesome. Like she she hits my like, like the cool factor for me in a big bad way. Like I think this character is really well designed and has the voice acting is really good mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just and just badass, which like I don't like describing things as badass and just leaving it there because mm-hmm. I try to be <laughs> eloquent in that. But like. She's badass.
2: She plays her cards close to her chest at the start too. Like she's really yeah. enigmatic in this first mm. in this first go. She seems to be both encouraging your hunt and kind of like denigrating the idea of the hunt at the same time.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. And eventually, uh, adventures- got more of a I've got more of like a Lautrec vibe off of her. I always thought she kind of looked a bit evil. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think it's the dual knives. Like they they just look like dangerous yeah. in a way that some of the other ones are is like I'm gonna I'm gonna stab you many many times quietly
0: <laughs> Well the, the, uh, one of the one of the weird things this game does uh, in you know it, it's beholden to a lot of tradition um, but one of the things it does is it hides its LaTrec figure, so it doesn't look obviously evil. Yeah. Like in past games, mm. like the Latrec just stood on a cliff with spiky helmets and like was like, "Oh, you, you're here," you know? Like just sounded like he wants to you know, murder you with his voice. And now you know, they actually the Latrec figure in this game is like, "Hello," you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's, a bit of a He's really
0: nice. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, how are you doing?" Um, whereas they make this person who is uh, actually like a pretty solid bro, mm-hmm. um, you know, have that kind of dangerous theming to her to her visual appearance yeah
4: but that goes the other way because i always without getting too much into it i always thought the trick was actually kind of a good guy without <laughs> going down this rabbit hole <laughs> 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 he's sort of trying to accomplish the same goal that i always think is the right end
0: hmm. but, oh, yeah 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 see the editor's note see twin humanities episodes
4: whichever <laughs> ones you talk
0: about that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, anyone where he
4: comes up we bicker about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> so she's not from here, right? Like she bonds with you a little bit over that. She is also from a distant land, um, mm-hmm. and you don't really know this until you until you read her uh, her equipment descriptions. But she is part of a she she is part of this kind of sect of hunters of hunters, right? Who have yes. kind of come to Yarnum to dispose of these uh, of these corrupted hunters, the ones who have uh, uh, kind of drawn too close to the bestial nature of the profession, and um, to uh, kind of like bring Sky Burial back.
0: Yes, and not the not the corrupted hunters that the other person is hunting. Yeah, that are also corrupted hunters. The different corrupted hunters. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> the uh, and you can if you want her stuff. Um, you can kill her now, if you want. Um, you have to kind of make her fall off the the edge, to do it. Um, but it's it's semi worth it if you're doing a dex build and you don't care about her quest. Um, I did my arcane arcade skill arcane and skill build. Um, mm. with the two daggers. It yep. just gives you a blade of mercy, um, and mm-hmm. they're great. Like they're yeah. really good. Um, they they attack faster than anything in the game. And they cost nothing to use, so you can just combo lock like everything. <laughs> um, so yeah. so they're, and they're as as
4: super super cool. Transform.
0: Yeah yeah oh yeah yeah I love it. Like uh, <laughs> it just looks really cool. They're made of meteor uh, stuff. Yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> weird. Is, yeah. Um. But yeah. So. But I I don't like killing her because she's such a solid bro. Yeah. Yeah. There
3: is something ironic yeah. of knocking somebody off the edge that's dressed as a bird.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. she didn't it's, it's like all those, those drinks you could <laughs> knock off the edge in Dark Souls 1.
1: All you've um, got to do is believe.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the, <laughs> it, was never the, it was never the white ribbon. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, you, mean the, uh, you mean the feather? I, I meant that I was making a reference to a thing we're going to find later. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought it was a ribbon for some reason in Dumbo because I haven't seen Dumbo in a long time. Hmm. Not to forgive me for not watching movies for babies.
2: This <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> kind, of, kind of seems like something somebody would know. Yeah,
0: no, only babies know that. Okay. It's baby knowledge. <laughs> they know two things. Baby knowledge. And Dumbo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why you keep finding uh, all the uh, babies knowledge pickups in this area. <laughs> yes,
2: some babies must go mad for posterity. Just <laughs> with massive ears.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um we, we mentioned um those those hunters that are strung up um those are probably from her mm-hmm. um somebody pointed that out on our facebook page i bet you it's in the, the responses but that's you know that's cool that's probably true yep like those are people that she killed and we catch her when she's taking a break <laughs> just <laughs> you know. just
2: just hanging out with a bunch of barrels
0: that obscure her silhouette yeah 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 <laughs> exactly she loves to hang out by things that obscure her silhouette mm-hmm. as we'll find later
3: I like to think that 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 massive mask, as well, if she is taking a break, could maybe hide like a croissant or something like that in there. (laughs) She's just like, she's like, it's almost like a a horseback.
1: (laughs) Don't look at my mask. For crow ladies.
3: Um, yeah, she just she just tips her head back and yeah. looks oh, oh, that's gosh, you...
1: uh, wait I got a dried cranberry Ugh, it was a
3: Brazil <laughs> nut
1: yuck
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. they yeah, said percent someone will pay for it. that this night um, <laughs> uh,
3: Deconstructing Bloodborne continues after the news
1: cheers <laughs>
2: Um, oh, hmm. yeah so one of those hunters you can cut down has a saw cleaver which uh no the, the spear, saw spear saw spear there we go.
0: did you like the the saw cleaver and wish that it was like 12 pixels longer <laughs> then this is your weapon because <laughs> it is the very similar yes it is like, very doesn't, it have, doesn't it
3: have higher dex yes it does yeah
0: it has a mm. little bit higher dex yeah more reach. Like a little too. bit less yeah but I not like, not significantly more reach like it felt very similar to me
2: yeah, I liked uh, I liked it because my my usual uh, my usual mode on the sock cleaver was to use it in the shorter form, so like mm-hmm. that was the same. But it would give me just like oh, like if I need to reach something, it'll give me a little bit more.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's the, as, it's the, there, mi- some good it's the mildly crocodile Dundee of the saw. Of the saw <laughs> just mildly,
0: just, that's not you know. a saw cleaver. <laughs> <Well>. Yeah, <laughs> as, as an axman, reach was always like you really mm. get really good reach with that so i, I yeah. didn't find that much need for it but i tried to use it for a little bit um on my on my skill build
2: yeah like right out the yeah. gate
0: uh, yeah but.
2: yeah um and <laughs> uh like you just kind of make your way down this uh this dry dock right which i never took Yarnum to be a naval town Not like a naval town but like you know it kind of seems landlocked right
3: it yeah seems in the middle it, yeah definitely yeah it's like, a, well, it's like a sort of canal, isn't it? Because I, I like the 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 two bits. Is it is it the bit with the boats?
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Because I like that that there's there's two sort of raised platforms either side, and then the uh, the little sort of tunnels off off there, almost yeah. like they could lift the boats up. So I think one of them is lifted. Yeah, um, and he's in the air, and they could just sort of take them and either place them there or took them away. I thought that was a nice bit of environmental storytelling that made it feel more like a place i guess
2: yeah so i guess they could go out the locks and stuff and get to uh but like the the only like real body of water we ever see is the lake by bergenworth mm. and that's really it
0: um yeah i mean there's another lake that you can see there's a couple of places where there there's water on the horizon mm-hmm. on the way there um like uh, i want to say in uh carnal lane yep um oh, as yeah, you make yeah. your way around um like so there's a couple of places i guess it could be the same lake as bergenworth but the geography is a little bit yeah. tricky um but yeah i mean it, it could make its way out to the lake it doesn't seem like it does from here it seems like they're just sewer boats to <laughs> me. Like, gondolas, like it's literally right? yeah like sewer gondolas like it's yannam's version
3: of a tunnel of love they've just not gotten around to painting it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's like if you guys have ever been in a tunnel of love like there's probably some shit in that water like this is this is not that dissimilar than that
4: um it's it's like Venice, but the water's slightly less full of feces.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's a slightly cleaner
0: Venice.
3: It's <laughs> slightly cleaner.
0: You call that a Venice? Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm,
3: I'm I'm not sure about this water. Well, I am better than 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 you. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> well, maybe maybe that's,
4: that's what the, uh, the 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 the, uh, the larger guy with the the microphone stand. Maybe he's uh, one of the the pollers, oh, the pole guys leader, for the yeah. the boats. Oh, hey.
0: Yeah, that that's, there we that's go. it is. It's kind of like a spear, but that would make sense if like it had like a little point at the end for him to uh to push off. That's pretty I good. Thought you were gonna say you'd like use that pole to fish the shit out of the water. <laughs> yeah. 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 It like <laughs> it's a koi carp and like pulling they, it
3: out.
2: They, they walk <laughs> yeah. in front of the boat so they just move the turrets out from in front of up. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna clear the way.
0: Uh, yeah. I like the, idea of, would be the worst place to live, right?
2: I like the idea of them being yeah. gondoliers because every once in a while they'll just break out into song. Do <laughs> <solo mio.
3: laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't expect that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the weird, do, they, yeah. <laughs> um
0: do do transition seamlessly to canals. Yep. Um, weirdly enough. So and we there's rats down there, mm-hmm. which we the, which pretty much yeah. act like rats. Like just these are souls rats. Yeah. Um. You know they're not that. But down here there are a bunch of crows and then these are uh, rotted corpse enemies. Yeah. Which are kind of interesting. I
2: love those. Crows, uh, th- that those crows are perched on rafters and they just drop on you.
0: Yeah, they're they're <laughs> there to ambush you. Yeah. But and,
4: the, the 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 triggering of that seems really strange because I've I've sat there looked at them and walked under them like four times and they haven't moved. Which is mm-hmm. I find slightly more unnerving. So <laughs> like, why aren't you falling?
0: Please, Why yeah, aren't you fighting? No, not so I'm yet. gonna forget
4: about you and you're gonna scare me later
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stupid um,
4: being bad crow. <laughs> these
0: uh, these corpse guys are, are interesting just because they are you know when when we don't put you know our corpses in a, when they' when people aren't quite de- dead and we throw them in the sewer this is what happens I guess because yeah. um, they're like mostly transformed but their legs have rotted away yeah. and uh, and they they come standing, in, huge numbers standing
4: in the standing in the feces all day
0: yeah <laughs> you know, that could be true yeah like this bacteria just you know, hmm that, that's that's really unnerving that's gross yeah they
2: got trench leg
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> just trench, shins, trench I, shins i always down.
3: thought that if, if these are the enemies that i'm thinking of i always thought they were ladies because they kind of look like sort of i don't know like harpies i guess they got the hair, right? yeah I, I always thought they were, they were they were they were ladies to be honest i never thought they were guys
2: hmm. huh. like hmm. I, like i always read them as people uh, who uh, tried to drown themselves in the canals because they knew mm-hmm. they were sick and, you know, because of the transformation, they couldn't die. So they were, you know, left to live out this, like pit- this pitiful existence. Yeah. Yeah. They're
0: sad. Or maybe they were
4: stupid and just fell in.
0: <laughs> as, yeah, the clumsy as population. I have done,
4: as I have done a few times.
0: In the, in the, the, the uh, you, you go sewer jumping in <laughs> your neck I, of the
4: woods? I, my, my first trip into those canals was um a, a, a comedy of errors, shall we say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait,
4: wait, I saw wait. the ladders later.
2: Okay. Like oh you're, yeah. you're talking about the game, right? Yeah, definitely oh, okay. the game. So. <laughs> okay, cool.
4: Uh the the right corpses they appear to have beards, so I would assume mm. they are men. Yeah. Uh and I'm not looking in the guide. <laughs> no I'm not watching. at all.
1: Not one. <laughs> no. Yeah. Flippy 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 page yeah. noise.
2: Uh, a transformation, right?
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah, that that could happen. It's beastie.
0: Yeah. Um, this, this most recent, if you head down this tunnel, um, there's these little side paths where there's, uh, these guys can ambush you. And, uh, this is, uh, down one of these is one of the first places I think you can find a madman's knowledge.
1: Yeah. I
2: believe yeah. it's, it's either down there, um, or it's up in that little annex, the sewer annex that you can get to from, uh, from the bridge. Uh, but you're, yeah. you're going to definitely find one later. I, I took a note of, uh, finding the first one in the, uh, in the crow corner up by the, the little girl, but, um, I already had one in my, in my inventory. But yes, yeah, it, it is it, roundabouts here.
0: Like when I was I was trying to fight Cleric Beast later, um, as, I, as I mentioned, I, I threatened to do in the last episodes, but I wanted to level up because I had just tons of just environmental souls. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was able to just chomp on a, a knowledge in order to make the doll come to life, mm-hmm. um, which I think I found right around here.
2: I never realized this. Um, it, it wasn't until this playthrough that um, I got down to zero insight. Um, mm-hmm. If you do that, the doll goes dormant again.
0: You can still level up with her, though. Yes, oh, wow. but you
2: can't talk to her. But she's just like sitting there, lifeless.
0: Yeah. So you just, it, it, you just at yeah, this yeah, you point, just...
3: I I had no idea about insight or my man's knowledge or anything like that. I was just kind of hunkering down and just taking in the world and sort of running around. And it was the it was the point when I returned back to um, uh, the 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 dream where I was like, oh, things have changed.
1: <laughs> so it's really interesting
3: to 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 now sort of see. Uh, see odd videos of the early, the early parts and like, Oh, I, I had no idea about this. It's, Mm -hmm. um, but that's, that's part of the fun of, of starting a, uh, either a Souls game or, you know, a a Bloodborne and not knowing anything of letting Mm -hmm. the dynamics surprise you.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, they, they, they hide, they, they hide what inside does really, really well.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and once you know it's very fun to go through the game like <laughs> what earlier areas look like with high insight and later areas look like with low insight. Yeah. Is fun. Mm. Um yeah, so near this uh, person there's a there's a ladder, a very, very, very long ladder.
4: long <laughs> um, ladder. <laughs> yeah, it's a snakey ladder. A snake, yeah, a <laughs> ladder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, which is uh, thank goodness you can still sprint up ladders <laughs> <in this game. laughs> That makes it um, so
2: hard to go back to Dark Souls One.
0: <laughs> yeah i'm not good, so hard goodnight. it makes
2: it slightly inconvenient to go back to dark souls yeah <laughs> there's only there's only one ladder
0: that i hate in dark souls one and it's the one by the hydra yep you can go back to that episode and hear me bitch about it <laughs> much much uh, like <laughs> russ frustrix like confusion <laughs> that i complain about that ladder so much <laughs> um the uh, uh you head up this area and there's a there's a minion just kind of hanging out outside a house that i thought would be significant but it's not like i thought he was menacing somebody similar to the old lady but he's just hanging out um and he's got a club so he's a little bit harder but the, the main thing we're going to is if you go up the next set of ladders, um, we run into a pretty significant uh, NPC yeah. in the game.
2: An NPC who continues to underline the importance of smell in this game.
0: Yeah. yeah, mm. I like how, because we, we've talked about, I don't want to say we're ahead of the curve, but like we've been talking about how bad the Souls games must smell for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> like that that has been a continuing theme of the show. And now finally the NPCs in the game are talking about it.
2: <laughs> so well, I mean, we just talked about the shit rivers that run
0: through Yarnum. <laughs> yeah, like I'm very keyed into factory senses, <laughs> like in in real life and in play. So, yeah. um yeah, But this this is uh, just the little girl at this point. Yeah, is all she is, and she's going to mm. be. This is our first uh, significant quest line that we can kind of like almost complete. I mean, we can't quite complete. Yeah, we can do a lot of it in this one episode. It's kind of self-contained, unlike uh, Eileen's.
4: Yeah, or you can miss it entirely, like I did.
0: <laughs> I, me too, the first time through, man. Yeah. Like I, I totally You're missed like, it. I well, ran right well, past this window. Hmm.
3: Like what? What um, little girl? There's no little girl. What are you talking about? Yeah, because I I was uh, I I said to Pat, because I I'd, I'd really massively hunkered down in the game and was sort of exploring everywhere, whereas uh, Pad was a million miles ahead of me. Um, and I I dropped him a text and was just like, "There's been a moment here that's just genuinely stopped my heart." And he was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, the "Little girl at the window." He's like, "What window?" <laughs> um, I mean, in in all honesty, I'm I'm used to. Games have taught me that going on Fetch quests, getting the thing, returning it, and snaring a a reward is a good thing.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And when I got the item and returned it to then have robbed a child of all hope that their mum and dad are dead and they have nothing, I genuinely put my pad down and sobbed and thought, like, (laughs) right, I'm going to put dinner on now. And I went into the kitchen and just it all welled up inside me again and I started crying again. And I've not really i don't know that was that was something new that i'd not really seen a game do before that they were yeah. they were putting a human reaction into things rather than being like oh you've got the thing now 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 do this with it yeah um mm. and even with the 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 music box i didn't read the item description mm. and didn't realize that her father was kind of with a capital f um yeah. and mm. so yeah there, there was just lots of I don't know, really emotional. There was an emotional barrage sort of there that I, I don't know, really threw me off. And, and that, it, that followed through.
1: It, it but I mean, the quest, re- to-
3: the quest
4: rewards are always like, congratulations <laughs> in a soul's game. You made things a little bit worse. Good job. <laughs>
3: no, I, I think, oh. I think this, was, this was genuinely something a little bit special. Yep. And um, I think this was my first anchor into the world that as, as, as beautiful as it looked and as, mm-hmm. you know, as wonderful as the design w- was to have gotten my heart involved at this point uh, in the way that they did. I mean, I, obviously I might be, I'm jumping ahead of myself a little bit with regards to, you know, before the, the, the gas going fight, but um, it, I don't know, it really shook me and it really stayed with me. Um, and I've yep. seen a couple of variations on um, questions thereafter um, and I, I'm still really engaged to kind of see where they go on, on further playthrough. so. Yeah,
0: it, what, what it is is that it is a more visceral sadness mm-hmm. that they're aiming mm-hmm. for, you know, to, to use that word, because I don't think that this quest line is necessarily, like, say, sadder than, say, like, Sigmire, you know, which was my benchmark for sad quest lines mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the first mm-hmm. one. Like, that's a very profound sadness. Like this, you know, I keep trying to be useful, and I can't. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's a very like <laughs> relatable adult sadness. This is a more emotional, um, like, I mean, childlike sadness. Like this is, this is something that is, is simpler. It's like a simple sugar, you know, like you take it in, it is a simple carbohydrate yeah. and it is, it is, it is, it is, it goes right to you so much so that like, I think that when this develops to its actual end, it kind of flips the switch to me to be like, okay, <laughs> yeah, like I, I get to the point, like everything we can do in this episode, I think is sad. hmm When Mm. we get to the part where we introduce the next character that she has, I'm like, I I start feeling like, okay, I got you now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I get it. Like it's, it feels a little bit heavy handed to me at that point. Mm. At this point, I agree with you. Like before I figured out everything this, this the storyline could do, I was like very, very touched by it.
3: Yeah. I think, I think much of, much of that is down to the little girl's voice acting as well, because it's stunning. It's it's Mm, just dripping with emotion through, throughout all of it. And, the, the moments that she she gasps, or the moments that she genuinely seems to have that that spontaneity that children do, where it's like, well, you could do this, and you could, you know, as an idea was mm-hmm. sort of half a half a second before her saying it. Yeah. Um, I just think it's to, to to have gotten that kind of performance is just. Yeah. Dropping, it's wonderful.
2: I mean, it hits the like a like a little kid's naive trust in an authority figure. I mean, yeah, the first thing, like again going back to that smell, you smell like dad, right? Like you yeah. got that blood tinge on you right and so she immediately you know looks to you as an authority figure who says hey i'm in this spot can you go and find my mommy and daddy which i'm already like oh god this is not going to end well but you want to think better <laughs> of it right like you want to say like <laughs> okay this is a fetch quest and they're going to send me out to find an answer to this um, you know in most games like i'd say 85% of the time the, the the answer is resolution you don't think that you're going to find something awful at the other end of that even though this is already proven to be a, an incredibly bleak world and you right. know, and, and the fact that you're still kind of like establishing the rules of this, you know, we're really early on in the game. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like the 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 way that this shakes out, if you, you know, a find her and b figure out the way to you know make this shake out. Um, I think it's kind think of important that, for establishing hmm. that tone. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think as as well that when you're a little kid, you you look at adults as if they've just got all the answers, like these 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 wizards that just everything they they they're just universally wise and they can get things done and you know there's this level of awe of us or as a child looking up at an adult and whether it be your parents or your grandparents or whatever it might be Mm -hmm. so to again to to instill that in in the game and it for to see to seem this this trusting and this honest um and that you know my, my my parents aren't here but i get a feeling from you that reminds me of them. And, you know, I I I'm trusting you. <laughs> it's is is wonderful. And it's that 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 wonderful naivety is kind of ground out of us a little bit as adults. And I think that they captured that within her response and that dialogue just wonderfully. It really affected me.
0: Yeah. The 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 thing about when Cole, when you say like you you pursue that to its end and it doesn't end well, like it 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 you pursue it to an end and it doesn't end well, and then you pursue it to a second end and it doesn't end well, <laughs> yeah. and then you pursue it to a third end and it doesn't end well. Yeah, yeah. Like that's where it starts trying me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um. But like, like it just it it just pushes it a little bit further than I wanted it to.
2: Yeah. In I the think. in the moment though, it leaves it leaves an incredibly yeah, yeah. strong first impression, and I think mm. that that's that's what I'm talking about at this point. Like it does go. Oh, to, yeah, it, it does get really really goofy, but.
0: Yeah, I I just I just wanted to point out when you said that it just unlocked that for me. Like, oh, like I am I like the idea of that subversion. I just like a subversion done three times is not really a subversion anymore. <laughs> it's a new rule, you know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The um the the one of the the post, so she says you know go find her mommy and daddy, um and says that there's a music box that they play when daddy forgets,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um which is really important world information because it it is a good example of the fact that like not only is the the curse that. Like, you know the transformation is progressive, but that people know that it's progressive, mm-hmm. and and work for you know work with it, you know. So it's, it's like great, something just... like, or I was no, just I was gonna say it's, like, it's... sorry, <laughs> go, 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 go yeah, go, go on. 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 <laughs> I'll put it. On. I was yeah, on. Gonna Don't say, worry. Say, um, it's just that the uh, that you know whatever happened to her father is happening progressively, and they have decided to work around it. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's given this this wonderful sort of childlike, well, like a, a parental. Almost like a a little package around it that a child can kind of understand and not worry about it. With the when daddy forgets, yeah, Uh, yeah, again, I think it's a lovely touch.
2: It's comfort in music, right? Like every every kid has a lullaby.
0: Because the kid is like, when daddy forgets, the mom is probably batshit terrified, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like when she goes out, and that's why you're gonna go find her, and she forgot the music box. So that is, that's what she's sending out with this, this music box, and like it's very interesting. the idea of the mom and this family not having that naivete to protect her yeah. um, and really knowing what's coming is really interesting to me.
3: Mm-hmm. But you know when you, you know when you see families and say um, say one of the parents is, really struggles with alcoholism or with violence and stuff, that often it's, it, there's that kind of package that's put around the problem to 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 then sort of instill it to to a little a little kid that they they shouldn't worry about it or this is a thing that happens. Mm-hmm.
1: Um mm-hmm. and
3: that's that's what I I thought was really brilliant about the the uh when daddy forgets. Yeah. Um I'm, I just think it's I don't know it's you know when you sort of see um absolute fantasy veer into the real world a little bit take yeah. a little nugget mm-hmm. from it and then move back I don't know it's, it, it really resonated for me.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like uh, touches or tones of like when Dark Souls two and Hollowing the uh, the the kind of the parallel to dementia
0: with that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: and we've already established that blood is alcohol. I don't know, maybe there's something to that.
0: Yeah, like okay. he's, he's a drunk. Yeah. Um. So so if you head back down the the canal. Um, like, I'll, I'll let you read this line I was just trying to segue us but I don't want to steal your thunder <laughs> yeah, um, I, I just put it there
2: but if you go yeah. back down and you're headed down you enter a ravine for pigs um, yeah amnesia <laughs> a ravine for pigs <laughs> yeah um, uh, there's just this long tunnel uh, where there's this, you know, kind of varsity level enemy uh, that you have to, uh, you know, it's it's a nice risk reward. You can either take him out or you can um, um, avoid him and take a slightly more circuitous
0: route around it. Yeah. And, and these things can always one shot you mm-hmm. like with a charge yep. really late in the game. The trick to this thing getting down this tunnel and this took me forever to figure out is just. Before you even go into the tunnel, just charge down it mm-hmm. because he'll always kind of huff before he charges. And these guys are a joke if you can get behind them.
1: Yeah,
0: um, you can fight them all day. Mm-hmm. So, and later when we run into these enemies, they'll play with that and they'll have you know different things cover you to stop you from trying to get behind them. But this one, you can just dash behind him. and uh, it's cool because you get the Saw Hunter badge, which allows you to buy the whole starting weapon set in case you have any kind of regrets, mm-hmm. and yeah. take a ladder that gives you a, an advantage. You know, puts you in an advantageous position.
4: I I remember when we first saw that pig, he just kind of stands at the end of the tunnel. and uh, You can't tell quite what it is. Um, I think I very first saw this uh, when me and CJ were actually at Sony, uh, at PlayStation, uh, the Bloodborne preview and went to. And I remember sitting in my chair and looking at it and leaning over and poking CJ and going, the fuck is that?
3: Yeah, Yeah, but I I, had headphones on and was... I had headphones on and was knee deep in my own game and nearly jumped out of the room. <laughs> because all of a sudden, like something it. real world had broken the immersion. But <laughs> with, with pigs that big, I'm surprised the currency in Yarnum isn't bacon. <laughs> yeah. Or just pig shit. Like, no wonder there's <laughs> so much
0: shit down in the. It's like Mad yeah. Max. Yeah. Sorry, no, no. sorry, mate.
3: Sorry, mate. I haven't got any ham. Can you give
0: change for a pork chop? <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of a pork based economy with like various like degrees of pork. Like a rump roast <laughs> is worth 10 pork chops. Oh, Would I'm sorry. I've worth- only got shoulder bits. Yeah,
3: yeah right. and like, here's, like, three che- here's three. Here's three. I've, already, I've just got page.
0: some some loose pocket chorizo. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, tell, you, tell you what, mate, what a gift for a bit of crackling. What I
0: give Oh, it takes me right back.
1: Crackling is what you pepper, carry you? like
0: a like a money belt to stop you from being robbed. <laughs> like if you, like I already you take salted pork with you uh, on your on your belly. That's
3: why they cage all the dogs because everybody <laughs> smells like sausage.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Shave and a haircut, two rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> two bacon bits. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Um and also like all the previous pig enemies, at least in Dark Souls 1, it has a lovingly articulated uh anus and genitalia behind it. <laughs>
0: yep. Which you can visceral attack these guys. Yep. Um, and yep. you just stick your your circular cry chop up its butthole. <laughs> like and it, it is it is uh, it's graphic. Like you just you wind up and just fist this pig, like, like you mean it. Oh.
3: Um, like it's like a like a flashlight.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a like a prostate prostate seeking missile. Like just you know, I'm the gonna sad, make you feel. The sad part is that it is quite satisfying though. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh,
3: eat yeah. a hey, pig. Yeah. You're a married man. Calm down.
0: You're a, you're a pig puppet now. <laughs> yeah. you're my pig puppet. And these are your strings. <laughs> um, <laughs> oink, oink, I'm dumb.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Paul Nokia. <Knocchio>. Um, <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
0: <I> thank you. <laughs> um, um,
2: if you get behind him, it puts you uh, back beyond the ambush bridge. But it's fun to talk about
0: the ambush bridge. Yeah, we, we didn't. We didn't mention the other way to go through and hit up the ambush bridge. Um, can you make it to the front side of the ambush bridge?
2: Uh, from, from here, yeah, from the from that ladder to the, that's to the mm-hmm. right of the ravine for pigs.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah.
2: it puts you yeah. right up there by the elevator. That's the like a like a ball a shortcut.
0: Yeah, but th- this is better, and this is this is kind of like this is one of the only times you run into this other than the Forbidden Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, this this kind of thing where like uh, so there, there's a there's a guy with a torch, a little shield shield wussy with a torch, and and a brick troll, and they have a big ball of something, <laughs> like a, a big ball, and nasty on that um, they're gonna they're gonna roll down the bridge at you, um, and, and on top of it, like six dudes. Yep,
2: six dudes who will gladly be the bowling pins for this. They didn't yeah. coordinate
1: it.
3: Yeah, I love that it's like a it, it's sort of a great set piece that there's almost a level of chorus line as the way that they run towards you. Uh, yeah. with you know, a little frisk of Indiana Jones
0: in the mix. <laughs> the, uh, so going up this back way is really easy. Um, going up the front way. Um, I just, you know, uh, bait everyone back mm-hmm. off the bridge and hopefully some of them are still on there and get hit by the the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been killed by the, by the trap. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and it does, it does seem a little weird. Like there's nothing else like this in, in central Yarnum. <laughs> um, this is, this is, this is a tactic you know, that we have not seen.
2: Yeah. Why are they trying to defend the cathedral
0: yeah, you know that's that's an interesting interesting thing. And what is this meant for? Like, this doesn't seem like the kind of trap for for a man mm-hmm. or a beast. Mm-hmm. Or it seems like it is the one for a bull. From yeah, what <laughs> and what is it? And why is it the only one that appears in the game? <laughs> you know, it, it this is weird. Like this, this strikes me as a weird set piece.
4: And if you go the sort of the, the the secret way that takes you up just next to that, why does the giant? Light himself on fire with the ball. Yep. Nine times out of 10. (laughs)
0: I'm going to do it. Oh, no. It's
3: like one of those kids that makes like a a ball from elastic bands that just never knew when to stop.
0: (laughs) And then not stop soaking in kerosene. Yeah. Yeah. If the ball's going, I'm going out with it. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, because it is fire based, they may know that uh, it will be effective against
0: beasts, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I just wonder Mm -hmm. like what what beasts like it's kind of weird like you never see they're hunting that you never see what they're hunting they're not aggro against each other and they just hunt you
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and they say that you are you know like there's all these little drops of like dialogue that you're the real enemy
1: mm-hmm. you know it's
0: just kind of weird yeah like it, it just it just straight like it still just kind of wrinkles in a, in a strange way for me not in a way they've that got, like ruins anything it just seemed odd they've
4: got one of the the wolfies sort of strung up in that first uh the very first area where you encounter tons of them in mm-hmm. the early bit, uh, there is there's definitely a wolfie strung up over the fire in the middle, uh, and you do yeah. see some of the 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 patients that you find later on uh, in Old Yam uh, strapped yeah. up to yeah. stuff as well.
0: Yeah. Maybe just, it's the beastly no ac- people, mm. but they won't uh, like if you expose the werewolf creatures that you run into on the bridge to regular guys. Mm. And I, it was hard for me to do this, but I did it. Um, they will <laughs> no. not fight each other. Because I thought that would be awesome. Like yeah. they're hunting beasts. Like why don't why don't the regular enemies aggro to the werewolves? Um, that would have been really badass. Uh, but, but, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, there, there, regards- there are other enemies who fight each other, right? Like dogs will go after corpses if they see corpses.
1: Hmm.
3: Yeah. With oh. regards to the um, you know the uh, the guy sort of with the the fiery ball that chucks it, they, those guys are. Um, Covered in bandages as well, so maybe this is this is part of the the defence that underneath the bandages are, are burns, and that they see that you know that the beast covered in fur and hair—that's something that's that's on fire that that can crush them. Sort of, maybe you know they uh, they the character in themselves with burns underneath those those bandages. Mm-hmm. That's that's a continual line of defence in a way that they they think that they can you know. You know, they they look. Sense, anyway.
0: They're like uh, Liam Baldwin, the Dark Shadow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> just cover all my bases there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I couldn't pick the right
1: one. <laughs> yep.
0: The uh, hmm. so, so after you you take these guys out, um, you continue on. There's a little bit. There's a couple of uh, werewolf guys mm-hmm. just hanging out to the right. They're not that big a deal. Yeah, they're guarding um, a
2: bold hunter's mark, but that's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In case you want to go back and spend your treasure before this uh, this thing, which is our next boss fight uh, with his gas coin. Be sold over the
1: shop. You will be one of them. Sooner or later.
0: Which is great. Like the opening cutscene for this is great, and this boss fight is great.
2: Yeah, this is an opening cutscene for a boss that has dialogue.
0: Yeah, which is super cool. Which hasn't like happened mm-hmm. in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like it's like a Demon Souls thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, 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 I feel like it just hasn't happened for, for quite some time. Um, the uh, so he is uh, hacking at something initially,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I love this. Like lots of beasts in the shop yep you know too many beasts in the shop which like it just sounds like a clo- clo- colloquialism colloquialism uh, thank you colloquialism <laughs> um that is just like puts him in a different place that i really like mm-hmm. you know like that's just it's such it sounds like a used expression or like a worn-in expression yeah um and as we'll find he is from a, from another area
2: yes he is and uh, he gives you kind of a kubrick stare and his face is all bloody my favorite detail about this, um, as he you know, gets ready to attack, is that he lets out this rattling cold breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah, yep. And he's got this, this wicked underbite, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate <laughs> as well <laughs> during during that place. Um, and when he, you know, so he decides to actually, you know, take you out here, and you actually get onto the fight, and the fight is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a hunter versus hunter fight, which are my favorite in this in this game. Mm. Um, And this was the first time it happened. And it's so fucking hard. (laughs) Um, Like, I died to this guy so many times. Yeah, Um, I
3: struggled. I struggled massively with this. I I took took days. It it just absolutely battered me. Um, I got him down to his final form firstly and then died and tried a number of different options and did far, far worse. Um, And eventually I I summoned someone in. It's it's still hard for me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, part of the... when When I did summon someone in... The success really came from the fact that he was distracted. I could then run him with a Kirk hammer, and as the, the other hunters sort of did what he was doing, I could lay down the, the thwack.
0: Mm-hmm. He's one of the few yeah. bosses that is kind of uh, trivialized by having help.
3: Yeah. Um, is, is
4: this where I'd be an infuriating person and say, uh, It only took me two goes?
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: it, took me, it took me like four or five, honestly, mostly because I figured out how to cheese him through the geometry.
4: Mm. Oh no, I, I was I was quite. I, I worked out how to parry him. I, I just I don't know. I got into his rhythm quite quickly.
1: Yeah,
4: and I was like, yeah, you can't touch this fool. He's, Did he's, you all use the music box? Because I I just didn't. I completely know about
1: it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I used
4: it. Yeah, I, I didn't know about it until forty hours into the game.
2: So you can you can examine the music box, and it actually says like Viola and Gascoin mm-hmm. sitting like, in a tree. <laughs>
0: H U T A I I G. What 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 joke were you gonna go for? I, I was gonna hunting?
2: go for mutating, but
0: okay, <laughs> yep. the, uh, But so like the thing, the reason why it was hard for me was because I this is the first hunter versus hunter fight you've mm. you've had, mm. and he has like he just has your move set with just like plus two moves. Yeah. Like if I was mm. fighting him with the axe, he could do everything I could do. And this was the first fight that was like that. And it just took me a really long time to get used to it um, after like a a souls thing. Whereas like Cleric Beast, you know, you find the blind spot. You do some like some of your souls tactics will help. This doesn't this like it is for me, like my soul skills didn't, you know, didn't Mm. carry over at all for this guy.
4: Mm. Mm. (laughs) Poke him in the butt doesn't really translate to it, does it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, he'll never never show you his butt. Yeah, he's so (laughs) nimble. That's the problem.
3: (laughs) I was using the threaded cane with this sort of uh, the Castlevania attack with it and 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 to a great degree of success. But as soon as he uh, he transformed, I was I was really struggling, especially that massive jump that he does.
0: That jump oh, is yeah. so rough. Like, well, and mm. the uh, the thing where he does the dragging, where he drags the axe and launches you mm-hmm. because yeah. anything that knocks you down on the ground. There's nothing to stop him from just killing you while you're on the ground, yeah. mm. um, mm-hmm. which is I don't know how I feel about the you still being vulnerable while you're on the ground change. In this game, like it's led to a lot of frustration for me so far. I think it,
3: it leads into a, a, a real fear that I have with, with horror anyway, where there's a madness that you can't reason with.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
3: when you get sort of that, that transformation with that, just there's nothing human left in there. It's just pure rage and aggression and it's unreasoned yeah. and it's going to mm-hmm. end you that I find genuinely terrifying. And it's, it's something that in, in movies isn't used often enough these days
0: for for me like i mean the the that to me applies to the boss and how he just kind of you know he's so aggressive and he change, becomes more aggressive as you go the idea that you can be hurt on the ground um it to me it's one of the couple things in this game that i think undermine the regain system
1: mm-hmm.
0: um mm-hmm. the other being the 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 so the prevalence of grab attacks in the game but if you get hit while you're on the ground your chance to regain is gone and like so much of the game is training you and building up you fighting around this system. Yeah. Mm. But there's, there are a lot of things that knock you down and, and that just, it just ceases to work then.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so it just, it like, I, I think I feel badly about it. I think I don't, I, I think I don't like it. Like you yeah. can be hit while you're on the ground. Like if I get flattened like a pancake, like I don't think those invincibility frames would have, you know, impacted the game negatively if they would have been there.
1: Mm. Yeah.
4: You, you had your punishment. <laughs> There's no need for two. Totally.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm, you know, and have him be aggressive. Like, I love that he tries to interrupt heals. Mm-hmm. Like, he, you know, he shoots you mm-hmm. with his blunderbuss if you try to heal. Um, I, I like his aggression. But just being able to, like, I, it, to, what it does is it picks the combat down to being able to be one shot, you know, pretty early in the game. Like, this is early in the game. I don't have a lot of health. If I get knocked down, he can just, depending on what combo he does, can just kill me while I'm on the ground. Mm. And then that, that thing that hit me the first time becomes a one shot. And then with it's, you know, consequent or it's a, you know, consequent boss run and load times and, and the like, um, kind of just became a bummer. Um, like I really love this fight, but I don't, and this is where it happens the most. Like there aren't so many other bosses that can knock you down. Um, but this guy can knock you down with impunity.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And he only does so more as he, you know, transforms and progresses through these phases. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Something, something should be noted. Um, I went through, because I was trying to get, like, a full, you know, the full Gascoigne experience um, before we recorded this episode, so I went out of my way to be able to summon him for the Cleric Beast fight. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's really interesting, because he is a maniac. Yep. Like, he He's is not, brilliant. like... <laughs> yeah, he's, well, he's and he's so aggressive down to where enemies would already be dead and he's just screaming and attacking where they once were. Yeah. yeah. And the idea of them doing this characterization through a phantom, yeah, is really cool. Like that is the if you're playing that way, that is the foreshadowing you can get that this guy is has lost his mind. Mm-hmm. And it can happen through a multiplayer mechanic that most people are going to miss. Um, yeah I, really
3: I, I, I didn't do it. Um, how, do you, how do you summon him for the cleric beast fight? I think it ju- you have to die once on the cleric?
4: You have to get the insight and I think then he becomes available. Yeah.
0: Uh, you don't uh, you have to die. You just have to have yeah. insight. Oh okay, cuz
4: there's a there's a like a, a like a dev note thing that shows up uh, just uh, from the cathedral uh, cathedral ward. central yarn and bonfire as you go down yeah. the steps it's just there. It says oh you can summon. Oh okay, I'll do that and he stands up next to it. It's like I know you.
0: And, and he's taller. He's not like a, a a player model. Like, he is his boss model. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The first mm. thing. He's like a full foot taller than you. Oh, um, right. And like, uh, you, you see, it's because you get the item. Like, you get one insight, so you get the summoning item. Yeah.
1: Is mm-hmm. what it is.
0: But it, and, it, and it trivializes the cleric beast because he's a maniac. <laughs> um, and that, like, I love that idea of that characterization through like a mechanic most people miss.
4: Yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting as well. You can actually use the music box uh, and he will do a little chuckle.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have I a react to it. it's just super cool, um, yeah. unfortunately, and, and Vadi pointed this out in, in his video, um, you can bring him to his daughter's window and he does nothing, yeah, <laughs> no, which is kind of a bummer,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah,
0: but uh, yeah. So, here,
2: if you use the music box too much, like if you use it in the first phase, um, and you don't like <laughs> save one for phase two or phase three, he will transform quicker, like he will yes. go full oh. beast,
0: really, yeah. 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 Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I only use the music box in the third phase, mm-hmm. and I do it to just huck Molotov cocktails like crazy. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. At the third, which because he's so weak to fire, and that's kind of the the trick I eventually figured out. His first two phases were never that big of a deal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the third phase is just like that's where you knock me down and just murder me. Yeah. Um, interestingly, um, in the pre-release version of this uh, guy, when he killed you, he would say Umbasa. Yeah. Um, that was cut out of the game. But it's a lot, you know, a lot, a lot of people to, to flip out and stuff. Um, <laughs> as it would. As it would. Um, mm. I don't think this takes place, you know, in Boletaria. Nope. Um, but we know that Father Gascoigne uh, came from a far off land and achieved this rank of father, which is not a church rank here. Yeah. Um, so it's possible he's from, you know, future Boletaria. <laughs> well,
3: I, saw um, which I, a, I, I saw a video where um, someone was saying that uh, the end of demon souls gets rid of sort of most or all magic and perhaps mm. um this this was speculated after the after the alpha but perhaps bloodborne is set in a world after demon souls where magic has died but on a you know a, yeah a far, it just, it's land. just these
0: trinkets mm. that you mm. can use yeah that, i mean that could that could be um in the world i don't think it actually takes place on like the the crumbling <laughs> you know stones of Volataria. mostly because mm. i haven't seen anything to make me yep. you know want to that, you know Makes sense. I right. just, I just,
3: w- I do- just would really love a connection to that world because I, lo- I love Demon Souls to pieces. Yeah, and yeah anything that, that even vaguely sort of you know ties a throat between the two, I d- would make me incredibly happy.
2: This is Latry after they drain the blood swamp. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, into yeah. the canals. <laughs> um, you've got it in the uh, the the notes here, the dialogue where he, um, you know, where he, before he transforms, he's like the sweet blood sings to me. But I love mm-hmm. when he says uh, he says too proud to show your true face to me mm-hmm. um, because he's saying you are this too. Yep. Like you are, you have been drinking blood. Mm-hmm. Like you are a beast. You think you're better than me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you ain't so good. Like he, he's, he's the high school shop guy. Who's just like,
1: <laughs> you know, you
0: think you're something college boy, um, not turning into a monster. Yep. But uh, like, oh, there's so much characterization and stuff. That's just through this fight and through his mechanics mm-hmm. that uh, makes him one of my favorite boss fights. Yeah. And one of my favorite NPCs in the game.
2: Yeah. And he's like the first real introduction to what it means to be a hunter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah cuz we've run into Eileen at this point but we haven't seen her in action. Yeah. And this is like pl- placing Eileen right before him is really significant because it's she hunts, you know, hunters that have gone crazy. Here's what that is and here's what it means. Yeah. You know like this is the consequence of mm. of you know the dark side of of this thing that you're you're dealing with. Mm-hmm.
3: I think so, that once you once you encounter a, a hunter like this, it makes you realise that even though you've got the the bosses that are these massive, massive, towering things, when you've got something that's the same size as you, which is fast, if not faster than you, <laughs> it's more dangerous. And especially because in 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 many cases like uh, like the, the graveyard where he's running at you, and you may be sort of trying to get your bearings when you've run away, and you you might be moving past the tree or past some gravestones that's that's still a, a a huge degree of panic, which maybe isn't there with the bigger bosses because you can't miss them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are talking about yeah, so the the, the thing you we were mentioning about uh, him being a regular sized guy also means that the geometry can play in in a way it can't with a bigger boss fight. like this isn't just like a big empty mm-hmm. arena. this is a real this is a, a soul style graveyard where <laughs> there are no rows. Yeah, Ever, like everyone, they just build vertically. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess because every tiny stupid
4: has. gravestones you can get stuck on, like an idiot.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, well, you can use them as
2: cover. Like yeah. this is a cover-based shooter section a little bit.
3: But it almost only feels like you manage a... to
4: maneuver behind them.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it almost feels like a, a child's playset, or you know, like when I was a little, and and maybe there'd be like a a building site or something, and you you climb in there and you'd be clambering on things. It feels very, I don't know, it feels. It just it again it, it feels like a um like a very considered place. Um right. and I, that mm. it it still terrifies me, even when I'm coming from the opposite direction mm-hmm. uh from this as I did the other the other day and met somebody else um yes. who was down there who destroyed me.
4: Which we uh, will talk about
0: uh, in two episodes
4: there. time. <laughs> 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 yeah. I I do have one more theory about Gascoigne. Um, I think the, the general consensus, like the general idea is that people think he comes from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the impression I got from his gear. Uh, cause I, I, I bought it as soon as I could cause it's cool as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the gear, the, the shawl he's got is, uh, is actually a part of the healing church's shawl. Uh, and it says that he would eventually part ways with it. So maybe he was part of the healing church and, uh, maybe got, a bit beasted up and went a bit nuts and left and then came back
1: Yeah.
4: is how I always read that so maybe he started the church and got maybe disillusioned with it and left and, and then maybe come back maybe for his wife
0: mm-hmm. i i think I think both are true like yeah. I think that he mm. he did join the church <laughs> um, and you can tell that because not only that but he also has a, he has an eye eyefold or a blindfold mm-hmm. on yes. just under his hat, so like he did join the church prior to that, yeah. I think he is from somewhere else mm
4: yeah i I'll go with that yep yeah so out and in and out and in
0: yeah. he was definitely associated with the church because he is a hunter and he, he uh he partnered with henrik who is somebody who yeah. will meet later he he,
4: he, he played the hokey cokey with all of you <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> he
2: put
4: your whole self in your yeah. whole self yeah.
2: Out. Yeah. he he spent enough time in some other society to have earned and you know to own the uh the the, the title of father right
0: mm. yeah and to use this different kind of slang mm-hmm. you know and uh mm. and you know, be it Umbasa, which was actually cut, but also this like you know, so many beasts in the shop, um, mm-hmm. kind of thing. He's After, all over the shop. All over the shop. I love it. So I good. mean,
2: like, is that from somewhere else though? He's he he's referring to the Hunter's Workshop, though, right? Where where all of this comes from?
4: Uh, no, no, I, I, think I didn't. That's, I that's just the that saying. It yeah? is just, yeah. That is a saying. It, it is an. Yeah,
3: incident, it is. Well. It's, oh, a, it's all over it's the a... shop.
0: Huh. Yeah, it means yeah.
3: It means it's sort of here, there, and everywhere. It's uh, yeah, that is a an and English colloquialism.
0: Oh, you, th- you thought he was referring to the Hunter's
2: Workshop? I mean, it, no, that I a, that's the closest thing that has the name shop in it, or the
3: word shop. No, I, I think it is just saying that they're, they're, they're everywhere. You okay. know, like. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, I, I assumed, I didn't, I, I found out it was actually an expression later. Mm-hmm. Even when mm-hmm. I first heard it, though, the fact that he's just in a graveyard hacking apart mm-hmm. a thing, and the way he says it, where it just sounds like, hey, a lot of work to do.
1: Yeah, you know, like that's good.
0: what it made me think. But the idea of it being like him referring to the workshop is interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't, I don't think he actually is, but that's in, like it's, it's a neat thing to think about. That's that's is just this, him ha- this, it's just him hating
4: Mondays, isn't
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's just hacking apart normal. All, all these beasts piling up. Yeah, with, the,
3: <laughs> gonna with push. the with the same sort of generally, it can be like it can mean sort of as a large expanse, like oh, it's all over the shop. Or say okay. if somebody is wandering through the streets drunk. drunk like somebody might say, yeah. "Oh, yeah, he's all over the shop." Like with somebody yeah. sort of wobbling around and stuff. So, mm. so that's how it's uh, yeah. it's 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 generally used.
2: Yeah, whereas over here, if somebody's crushing it, we will say they're wrecking shop. But
0: all mm. oh, right, yeah. Oh. The uh, so after you kill him, he drops the Erden uh, tomb key, um, which is not spelled that way, but people say it that way. So, I Urdan? Saying, really, way that's how NPCs say it in the game. Huh. Is Erden. Mm. but there's no R in there. But everyone who says Erden says Erden. Oh. Huh. Um, which I always say, you know, uh, uh, Odin.
2: Yeah. Waden. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, uh, Erdin is how people say it. Yeah. So, um, but he drops that and the, the key, you know, actually is the, the way to get into the the chapel Mm -hmm. there.
2: Yes. You are very much going through the, uh, the, the, the back door. And in fact, where you fought him is the tomb of Erdin.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, interestingly, uh, there's a roof nearby Mm -hmm. and the roof is, uh, where his wife landed. (laughs) Yeah, let him. After
2: he tossed her.
0: Yes. Yep. <laughs> Clearly uh, chucked her up there. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. And you know or, that. that or, go.
4: Okay. All right. All
2: right. or
4: discovered her there. Mm. Maybe she went out to find him and got wrecked oh. and that made him go a bit nuts. Oh,
2: that put him over the edge.
4: Maybe, yeah.
0: Huh. And maybe it's hacking apart the beast that killed her.
4: Yeah, possibly. Sure. I mean, when I when I first went there, it was just body because I hadn't started the quest. I was like, oh, look, a body. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, maybe she was already there, and he found her, and then that he's, he's lost his mind.
2: Oh yeah, yeah like well, she she made a she made a beeline for the cathedral, thinking it was going to be safe there, and got waylaid. Mm. Yeah, well, she so was, when lo- you, when she was play... looking for him. Yeah. She was, yeah. you know,
4: So, so when you, maybe you play the little music box, and he's like, "Oh no,
0: she's dead," and it <laughs> yeah, reminds I mean, him. Yeah, it's a, it's he's a more got... charitable read for him. Mm-hmm. Like it it mm. does make him come off less like the the whole thing. The only reason why I still think that he maybe did it was just the idea of like we, you know, we play this music box for dad when he forgets mm-hmm. like that, like it just, it's, it's in my head. Canon is more satisfying that he was always a dangerous thing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that they were kind of living with. But you I don't think they were the just
4: wicking weak, out, wicking out in the living room. Just like, he's like yeah. dad, stop it. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
3: No, I, I kind of, I kind of wondered if um, she, she met him and because of these, these instances where he, where he kind of loses it and transforms, maybe something like that happened and she fell. Because it doesn't look like like she's been torn apart. It, it looks like she's fell, mm-hmm. uh, she's fallen. Sorry, and and yeah, I, I just think that that ties into more of a tragedy with the character. There are these sort of spells where he loses himself, and he's mm-hmm. he's actually lost his wife in the in the process. And, he and had- maybe that is the is again the reaction sort of afterwards where he's he's taking that out on the beast. Yeah.
2: He has the key she died pretty much right up against the door it's possible that she couldn't proceed any further and got mm. killed by something else and you know he was the one who could have let her in
0: yeah possible yeah. yeah the 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 it depends it it also depends a little bit on how much you want to ride the, the alcoholism mm-hmm. kind of metaphor for it too mm. um because it's a real classic like you know on you know the the alcoholic accidentally hurting mm-hmm. you know somebody close to him is a real thing so yeah it it is interesting there's lots of different kind of ways that it could go um with this this brooch that you get from from violetta you can actually bring it back to the little girl Mm -hmm. and uh and and i did yeah yeah yeah
2: and that's the way to end that quest like you know you 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 show that to her both of your parents are dead goodbye little girl
1: Yep. Yeah, that
3: destroyed me. That the absolutely destroyed yep. me. I remember even the, the the next day at work, like it was it was coming back to mind and I was <laughs> now getting a lump in my throat and stuff. But to be to be affected by a game even beyond playing it, that's that's, that's one of the, the, the rare qualities of it, I think. Yeah.
0: It's 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 a classic it's the same thing as giving the uh the chaos pyromancy to um the pyromancer in Dark Souls One. -hmm. Where like you think that completing the quest and giving somebody something good is going to be good for them, and it's Mm -hmm. not. Yeah, Um, there's no good way to end this quest. No, you know, but you can extend it by not giving her the brooch. And I love that it requires this. Like, we're so trained in video games. If somebody asks for something, we have to give it to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But this idea that like you actually have to stop and think, like, what kind of what damage would I be doing to a young girl Mm -hmm. to do this? You know, I mean, the the Souls
3: games and and with Bloodborne again, it, it feels very much like the original fairy tales, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. they were originally told to children to frighten them. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, that this is, this is what it feels like again, that there's, there's kind of a sting in the tail, but a uh, a classic unforgettable story that, that that's, that's wrapped around it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If you refuse to give a tour, um, you eventually can direct her to a couple of safe spaces. We only know about one of them now, Yosafka's clinic. Mm-hmm. And as we mentioned, that's probably a bad idea. Yep. Um, but eventually, we're going to learn about the cathedral, which we can send her to, yeah. and uh, and she, that doesn't end well either.
2: Yeah. So you you've helped her out. You know, she says, "Mommy and Daddy must be out there," and you tell her, "Like, oh, you can go to this place." And she says, "I love you almost as much as I love Mom and Dad and Granddad. Granddad being Henrik, probably. Yeah. So you, given that he's so old. Yeah. So uh, you,
3: <laughs> you again, can again the, del- the delivery of that line is incredible. Yep. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so really straightforward really in earnest. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But unfortunately, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but she said she decides to take the sewer route. Yep. (laughs) um, Which, like, little girls love sewers and unfortunately gets eaten (laughs) by the pig.
2: Yeah. So Mm. if you do some tricky reloading and go back down there and kill this. Uh, This uh, this beast. uh, After you realize that uh, she never made it to the cathedral, you pick up a red ribbon for the messengers. Like the messengers wear it as a uh, as a rite of mourning, right? But it wasn't originally red, um, so you're only led to (laughs) you know it's very easy to put those pieces together.
0: Yes, and that actually will will square with the the finality of this Mm -hmm. this quest, which we'll get to a bit later. Yeah, Mm.
4: but I mean that's Um, that's a. I mean, I was first pointed out to this bit by the, the guys at the You Died uh, blog. Um, mm-hmm. Excellent blog. Everyone read it. Um, but I, I wouldn't have made that. I wouldn't have gone down there again. Uh, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have seen a point to going back down there. I, I could just warp.
0: Yeah, me, me <laughs> either. Um, yeah, mm. I, w- I would not have done it either. But I, I just, I read about it. But it's interesting. Like, it, it, mm. it, is, it is interesting and it is sad. Um, and, uh, and continues to be sad. Again, this is the second time where it's like, mm. this thing that you thought was good is bad. And I'm on board. And then the third. Or time, you can yeah,
4: actually be a cool guy and and keep her alive by crushing the gem in front of the window.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. yeah, just, I haven't got it. Yeah. smash. <laughs> then she no. never
4: leaves, and you technically
0: win. <laughs> yeah, you kind, just leave her alone. What kind of arsehole are you to do that? <laughs> now nah, she lived. Nah, I haven't seen anything
3: to do with him on crush. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like it's like the Solera endings where you just don't you know just leave him alone (laughs) at a certain point like you kill the the chaos bugs and he doesn't show up again but he does the he'll you can summon him
1: but he's he's no longer
0: yeah Mm -hmm. he's just no longer it's going to happen um so that's her that's it for her for now um we're going the back way into the cathedral um there's a bunch of uh coffins and there's this cool little library which i really like (laughs) with 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 an appearance of a, a, a globe yep and i'm sure there's some astrolabes Yep,
2: oh yeah, there's definitely was- some astrolabes on the uh, on the table. Two of them, oh. in fact. Yep. Bright gold and shining in all their splendor.
0: Ah, do I love astrolabes?
2: Oh,
1: man. <laughs> there's been a few times in
3: that room where I've been wandering around, and especially when I've got headphones on, and I've knocked over some books, and I've been like, <laughs> 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 you
1: know da- what?
4: Damn, girl, do them astrolabes break good? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to, my, uh, Laura, my wife was watching, and we were playing, and she was like, that broke really well, so I had to go and save and come back and do it again. <laughs>
0: Look at this smash. There's some, there's a couple areas we're coming up on. There are some really good, like reeks of rolling. um, (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Fun to smash through.
2: Yeah. So what I, what I ought to do, and I I meant to do this last night when I was uh, replaying this for the show, but I didn't, um, is pull out the monocular and actually check out those astrolabes to see Mm -hmm. what the, uh, what the cosmology or at least the local solar system looks like, um, Mm. and see if that, uh, has any, if there are any cosmic truths hidden in those alignments. I wish the
0: monocular was better. Yeah,
2: me too. Like it,
0: it, it allows you to get like an inch closer. Yep. Like it is, it is. I wish it was. It wasn't so shitty. Um, you find a note here though, um, as I well on this your way, note. which is super, super good. And I love these little hinting, like dropping details that just suggest. It's not you know, a hint.
2: It's telling you exactly what it is, but you have no context for
0: it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so like the, uh, it's similar to remember we talked about in Dark Souls 2, where it's like. You know, knowing that there was a such thing as the skeleton lords didn't ruin the skeleton lords for me. Yeah, it just made every time I opened the door, I was like, maybe there'll be some skeleton lords in <laughs> <Yeah. then." laughs> If you play your cards right, there might be a skeleton lord. Yeah, you might, you might, you might be a skeleton lord. The, um, <laughs> oh. But but this this whole time, I was like, oh, the Bergenworth spider.
1: Oh god, that sounds
2: cool. Is that like, a dude? I, like is he, I, is, he a, is he like a like a
0: serial throat slitter? The Bergenworth spider you I I'm way into it. <laughs> Um, and he hides all manner of rituals. Yep. Yes.
1: <laughs>
4: see, I first linked this. I thought this was uh, in the alpha when you see the thing that's hanging out on the wall that isn't there in the main game.
1: Yeah.
4: Uh, in the alpha, that thing. I thought it meant that
1: mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. longest
4: time and, until obviously you realize it isn't. But spur spoilers. <gasps> yeah. <sighs> but yeah, Bergenworth is such a cool thing to say as well. I know,
2: right? It it's a really tunnel. good name. Yeah. Yeah. I- I- I had a tweet like a little while ago that I want to start up a bloodborne themed uh, uh, restaurant called Bergenworth. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Ber-
0: Bergenworth. Yeah, Bergerworth. the the uh, uh, I was just making it work for audio. Yep, um, I wasn't trying to cut stuff on your joke. I know. The um, I can't wait for when we actually meet the Bergenworth spider. Like, I want like a, a body like prepare to die video on the <laughs> Bergenworth spider. Like, there that character is is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's that's been a very fun to like find the hidden stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, we also find a really important item here. Um, the blood blood gem workshop tool.
2: Can I take us back to uh, the like just one line in the uh, in in that note? Yes. Which again, revealing that everybody's kind of losing their mind, it makes my head shudder uncontrollably. Mm. I just picture somebody full Jacob's Laddering
1: at that.
0: Oh yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> 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 like it is it is an in universe SMH. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> the blood the, the blood workshop.
0: Um, yeah. So this is this is a just an upgrade tool. Mm-hmm. That you get that allows you to to slot your weapons with a uh, with gems. Mm-hmm. At this point, which is useful, but you may not have, may not even have any gems at this point. Yeah. Um, we should note that that um that that uh, brooch, that red brooch that you had before, you can smash that and get a gem mm-hmm. if you want to, and it's not bad. But most of the storyline really gems you get get quickly outclassed by the the ones you can find randomly.
4: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I love the little the, the line of text. It's it's about needing them in. Like, you're just, just mushing it in there.
0: Like, get in Oh <laughs> yeah.
1: uh,
2: Yes, and it takes on uh, properties of that gem as blood defines an organism.
0: Yes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the gems are actually frozen blood. Mm-hmm. Um, blood, 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 blood. yeah. Blood. Is it metal, Gary? <laughs> it is very metal. Is it metal, Don't... CJ?
2: Is it metal, Patty? <laughs> Everything's metal in this. <laughs> yep it's every single
3: shot of this game is an album cover and <laughs> you see that that ties back into our uh, our chat and demon souls which was a a really ace laugh i enjoyed that
0: <laughs> um yeah and then then you open the door to the uh the cathedral and we get a cutscene that we will cover next episode yeah um because this is where our episode ends mm-hmm. um so so we, we you know people who thought that it was weird they were breaking up central yarn into two parts there's t- so much stuff there <laughs> yeah like it is so <laughs> dense mm-hmm. um yeah, so do we have any kind of before we move on? Any kind of final thoughts or anything we didn't cover uh, in the central Yarnum verse?
3: No, I, th- I think it's. I think it's a. Um, I don't know. Yarnum Yarnum in of itself is this twisting, turning uh, conundrum, which I, I really like. There's. Um, it reminds me a little bit of. Um, I mean, Scholar of the First Sin at the moment in um, the Crown of the Iron King, mm-hmm. and I love the fact that there's there's certain points where I think I've got. I've got my bearings, but I've not. Um, mm. And the, the twisting and turning of the, of the, of the pathways and the, uh, I don't know, it's, it's fun to explore and, and think that you know where you are, but continually find these little either shortcuts or um, things that you've not discovered and, uh, and the whole experience sort of broadens out a, a, a great deal. Plus, you know, there's that, that moment with a, the little girl, which was my anchor to the game, in a in a huge way my emotional anchor yeah
1: Mm -hmm.
4: yeah see for me century arm is is the point where uh you sort of you get a really good feel for how the game is going to crisscross over on itself it's that feeling of right i can see something down there
1: have i been there before Mm -hmm.
4: i think Mm -hmm. i've been there which means does that mean i can get over there and what's that place and it just enforces that thing of if you can see it you're probably going there
0: (laughs) yeah and it all looks horrifying (laughs) It does. It does a really good job. I think that this area for me, um, as good as it is, uh, and we talked about this. I got a little like fatigue of, of sameness mm-hmm. of of area mm-hmm. design. As, as beautiful as it is, I was very happy when I started getting into different kind of color palettes, yeah. which we start to get into here. But then, really after that, when we start kind of going through some forested areas, that's where the you know that and beyond is where the, the game really kind of came alive for me. But this, uh, you know, as far as a first and. That is influenced, of course, by how much time I spent here because I died like a thousand times because it, it, it was early on in a Souls, yeah, Souls game.
2: And for me, like I had pretty much the same feeling, which is it's immensely satisfying to um, kind of be in the moment and you know, kind of like in the middle of this maze, and then later on hold the entirety of it, in, uh, uh, the entirety of it in your head. You know, Mm -hmm. like as you go on, like it's kind of like, oh, this felt really confusing. But throughout the course of kind of like learning this and mastering it and, you know, kind of uh, going through and puncturing all these holes throughout it, you you, you figure out a way to cut these lines to get where you need to go wherever it is. And so that turns Mm. kind of like one static piece of geometry that you have to go through into this thing that can change depending on what you're trying to accomplish in it. Um, and you know, like that, that does cut both ways. Like Gary said, it does, you know, get a little bit samey after a little while, even though you have the set pieces like the dry docks or the bridge or whatever, but, um, as like an opening salvo in this, it definitely sets a tone.
0: Yeah. And it does, it does so pretty well. Um, we're, we're going to get to another area with a different color palette next episode. Um, we're not gonna spend a lot of time in the cathedral ward, which we just opened up because it's not totally open yet, unless we want to go buy like an item for, more souls than we can afford um so we're going to uh go the way that i think the game intends you to mm-hmm. head on around to old Yarnum, and we're going to be joined by matt lees yes um so listeners may know uh, matt lees he does a podcast called daft souls mm-hmm. he has a, a channel on youtube where he does kind of uh, game critiques and everything we're very excited to have him mm-hmm. um i just shot him an email with detailing things and and uh point out that the first time I ran into him was I was looking online for people who felt the same way about Bioshock Infinite that I felt, <laughs> and, uh, and had his uh, kind of deconstruction of that game, and I was very happy to, to, to have somebody articulate very well some things that I thought didn't work in that game. Um, but he's, he's a huge Bloodborne fan, he's been doing Let's Plays and stuff, and we're really happy to have him. Yeah,
3: some of his, uh, um, his Pantsman uh, streams on uh, when he was at Video Gamer. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I tuned into to all of those and they were fantastic. He even got his kit off in uh, in one of <laughs> one of the later ones just because somebody dared him uh, <laughs> in, in the first first run where it was like, if you get to the end wearing no armor and with your character in just their underpants, will you get into your underpants? And he foolishly said yes. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir.
0: Well played. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's it's gonna be super good. Yeah, you the, call uh, that a
4: pants man? This is a pants man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. you call that not wearing pants? I'm not wearing pants. So. You call um, that a penis? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, you broke right. me. <laughs> that ties in with disgusting connotations. Take that back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We we don't have to have literally a dick measuring contest. <laughs> uh, um, call that a tape measure.
3: <laughs> yeah, leave, leave this to
4: the figurative dick measuring contest. This is the internet. That's what it's for. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: um, where where can uh, where can people find you guys? Uh, uh, Twin Humanities. Where can people find you on the? I had to clarify. Like you were just gonna be like, well, I'm at cool, so Twitter.com. Um, <laughs> CJ and, and Patty. Where can people find you on, online?
3: Uh, probably the best place to find is if you go onto Twitter at Twin Humanities. Uh, it's got links to all the shows that we do. Uh, we've got Twin Humanities in itself, which is the Souls games and Bloodborne. Uh, we also do um, a podcast called Oh, the Humanities, where we natter about other games and stuff we've been watching and really kind of whatever leaps to mind that that isn't the the Soul stuff. Um, we've also got Twin Destiny, which we kind of really have to get back to. Uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun with that one. But uh, yeah, bounce onto this, say hello. Um, have a listen to some of the Daft stuff that we've done in in the past, and hope you enjoy it. And again, thank you very much for, for having us on. It's a we're both fans, so it's a, a, a real yeah. honour to be on. Yeah,
4: uh, and worth noting as well, all of our uh, stuff. We also put all our shows up on YouTube as well. Uh, for those of you who like, to just click a button and listen. <laughs> uh, you can find that. I think it's YouTube slash Twin Humanities Pod. Is it something like that? Just know, Google it. Just Google it <laughs> in YouTube, you'll find it. Uh, you you, you also find, sort of yeah, you, you'll also find one or two. um uh, cooking videos on there as well, which mm. my mother is incredibly proud of. <laughs> Dark Souls
3: cooking videos, should we say? Yeah, those, yeah, those are Dark really, Souls.
0: those are really charming. I've watched mm. those where you do the uh, the kind of Dark Souls inspired recipes with your with your wife. And those I, are I still
3: drink Estus
4: flask cocktails; they're really nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for for the listeners, can you lay out what's in an Estus
2: flask?
4: Yeah, yeah uh, well, you have to get a good sized, like a good shaped glass for it. You have to get an actual flask where it doesn't taste right. Okay. Uh, the, comp- the, the, the ingredients to the Estes flask is uh, gin, uh, pims, and Sunny Delight. Hmm. It's better than it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> which
3: is probably for the best.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Do you it's know, what really the, greatest thing there's is. also the, the non-alcoholic version as well, which is Sunny Delight. <laughs> 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 so I've got you covered, Tito. Don't I worry. see what you did there,
3: you culinary genius.
0: Addition by subtraction. So Yeah, thank you guys again. Yeah, it's uh, delightful. For- like, oh, just sure. a, it's it's so awesome <laughs> to have you guys on here. No
4: proper laugh. Thank you very much indeed. No, thanks, it. thanks so much for having us. This has been this has been really, really, really good, and it is like we've crossed the streams a little bit,
0: <laughs> in the good way though, and like, and yeah. movie, not the bad. And you know what? Let's let's retire crossing the streams and say it's like we sprayed ourselves with feel good junk from the end of uh, Ghostbusters Two <laughs> instead. <Yeah.
1: laughs> I was wondering like, let, where you were
3: about... going with that for a minute. <laughs> hey Gary, can you never say feel good junk <laughs> oh. again? <laughs> yeah. Last time I asked someone with feel-good feel junk, they said I ruined that christening.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: does anyone else need a shower now? I, I'm
2: that. Hot and cold Ooh. running feel-good junk.
3: I'm just going to sh- go
0: shower and feel-good junk. Um, yeah, that's, feel
3: that feel-good junk? Feel junk has got PIMS in it, GM, <laughs> and uh, Sunny Delight. You, you call that feel-good junk?
0: <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't make a version feel-good junk, because as soon as you do, it's just no longer <laughs> the um what uh what can if people want to feel good about uh get some feel good junk coal what can they do for us
2: well, um, they nice can support segway. us. <laughs> <laughs> segway game on point. Ridiculous. Yeah. No, no. Um, well, we have a Patreon uh, going on. Uh, they can go to DuckFeed.tv slash Patreon. Kick us a couple of bucks. We're figuring out the uh, the next goals and such. And um, uh, that, that, that is all tremendously appreciated in terms of uh, helping us do these and dedicate the time to them that we really uh, need to dedicate to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and what we're kind of talking and kicking around for our next goal is something I'm pretty excited about yeah. so hopefully that will work out the way that uh, hopefully it'll work out um, you can also leave us ratings and reviews on iTunes um, post about us on blogs throw us on Reddit all that stuff is really appreciated anything that uh, helps people hear about the show if you yes. can't contribute financially. That is honestly just as good. Yeah. To that point,
2: we, you know, all of our stuff is on SoundCloud. It is at soundcloud.com slash bonfireside chat. You can embed those players. You can point people to an especially cogent point that we made. If we ever made one. Um, yeah, (laughs) you know, listen, um, these
0: guys talk about come. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that that's usually abject suffering, but it's made a little bit of a, a cameo a little cameo appearance. <laughs> in, uh, see what you did there. <laughs> <chat. laughs> yeah. it wasn't subtle. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just awesome. I, I dropped the
2: <laughs> I dropped the C bomb at work today and people really they laughed nervously.
0: Yeah, it is you know, people don't like talking about cum, but it's only natural. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> anywho. Um, so yeah come on over to our Facebook as oh, well and join the discussion there I uh, appreciate it, I think that's probably about it
1: just
2: about, other than like, you know, so TV, it's a place for podcasts
0: yeah, oh yeah, we have other shows and they uh, some of them talk about come more, some of them talk about come less all of them yeah. talk about Dark Souls once check the come rating check out how many dollops it has out of five uh, i'll, I'll three, tell three. you how safe it is three
2: three ropes
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. why is ropes grosser than dollops <laughs> no. It is. i don't know why though like that's as a unit of measurement rope supplies it- motion yeah, I guess I guess that's it. Yeah, and oh, viscosity—it like is a—it implies a texture that I don't care for. Anywho, um, this is a classic thing. If Matt Lee's happens to be listening, it's, you know, it doesn't have to be like this.
3: And the, <laughs> it's up to you. Bring some class to the door. We just lowered the tone, and, and you just—you just—you've just limboed underneath it.
0: Yeah, I, hope, I hope that we didn't just, you know, literally get rid of every guest that we'll have.
4: Make, make uh, sure you don't touch it if you go underneath it. though. We're
0: gonna, have, we're gonna have to buy like Gallagher Three a copy of Bloodborne so he can be on the show. It's the level of dispers that we have. Um, anywho, uh, what should they do until next time, Cole? Uh,
2: they should remember that morning always comes. That's because a hunter must. <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay so i decided
2: i decided that i ought to that i had to plan those out so when gary asked me i don't panic and freeze and say the same thing
0: so i wrote that down at lunch earlier today it was, um, it was prescient you got the shining <laughs> kumbasa <laughs> And we all pray that we will have far more soon.